listening to Frank Skinner's podcast from Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Steve Stigmartha of the Dump Hall. Um, <laughs> you can uh, text our show on 812.15, follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio or email the show via the Absolute Radio website. Good morning, Richie. Morning, Jim. Good morning. Anyone who doesn't hasn't listened to last week's show will just think you're calling me Stigmata of the Dump. Well, that includes well, me, I'm afraid, my well, friend. Well, Steve did such a good joke last week. Did he? Um... Which, don't say it like it was a one-off event. No, no, to be repeated. But, but every now and again, one does a joke when one sits back and thinks, "Yes, that was amongst my, that would be in my time capsule." And I think that yeah. was such a moment. It for was, Steve. It'd be in my best bits oh. with Davina. Oh, Steve, I'm so <laughs> happy for you. <laughs> yes. small, small victories. Uh, but they also have the best bits on people's deathbeds. <laughs> <laughs> Davina should turn up, and yeah. they should. T- I mean, people have, have had things filmed, but I mean, you could, you know, everyone has things filmed now, of course. Not you like know, I'd love that. Where you had to be special. <laughs> I'd love a montage on my deathbed. Yes. Montage on my deathbed, I know, I know. <laughs> Frank, yeah, can showing. you be responsible for, um, execing it, just to ensure that yeah, certain okay. bits don't make it I'll in script, and certain I'll script, bits do? I'll script Eddie. <laughs> I trust you in so many ways. Um, yes, um, th- I've noticed there is a bit... I, we, we were talking about none of us has seen, saw the opening ceremony of the uh, Brazil Olympics because well, it's too late. Too yeah, what well, was it, midnight last night yeah, it, it midnight, started? Yeah. For people who do a morning breakfast show, it's simply not it's acceptable. It's a no-go but area. For the drunks, they couldn't believe their luck. Oh, no, it's great. <laughs> oh, <laughs> all night, an excuse <laughs> to be up all night for the there, drunks. There's Andy Murray, look, with the uh, flag. Um, sorry, we shouldn't be talking about what's on the telly because obviously telly is rubbish. <laughs> 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 Who cares? <laughs> so we were trying to work out what might have been in the um, in the opening ceremony. Yes, and many of you may have seen it, but w- perhaps you can confirm whether yeah. we're correct or well, not. Well, Pele wasn't. That was the big thing, Pele. Yeah. Yeah. Pele's told me this morning, the one thing you would have mm-hmm. thought, that Brazil, that's going to be Pele. Yes, I think he yeah. had to bow out. Yes. But... Uh, well, what's but, the story there? Well, I don't know. It's a bit um, odd. He's going to be odd <laughs> when odd you went missing. Um, comparing Pele to Arge. I'm guessing there was a scene where 700 people were simultaneously waxed <laughs> 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 to, to celebrate their Brazilian uh, <laughs> traditions. So it's usually all about everything about the country. You'll remember. Uh, okay, the so last we know. One. I think we can guarantee there will have been women in bikinis. Obviously, I was. Would you say? I was. Well, I tell with you, plumage. Would, would they have been dancing the samba by any chance? Oh, would they ever? I find as I've got older, one thing I like less and less is a carnival atmosphere. <laughs> <laughs> I, when everyone says there'll be a car, I think, oh, will there? Yes, I, I know what you I'll mean. <laughs> I know what you mean, Frank. That, that idea of people going, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, shut up. <laughs> There's usually a policeman dancing. And people call it... They sit, and if was, anyone shouts tequila at any point, I'm out. <laughs> they interviewed a bloke, some Brazilian bloke in the street, on, uh, on the BBC preview last night, and he said something like, one thing we love in Brazil is having a good time. <laughs> and I thought... Well, for a start off, having a bad time is is not. There aren't many <laughs> countries who don't up to that as a as a thing they love. But also, when he, I thought, I know what you mean by having. A, mm. I have a good time reading the Times Literary Supplement in my garden. 
Well, Frank, that's not going to be a very interesting opening ceremony, though. No, well, I mean, maybe... You know, sometimes <laughs> they start small. I was hoping that it, it would come and Isambard Kingdom Brunel would still be talking <laughs> like four years later. Well, that's why. And then they'd come and say, hold on, it's our turn now. I know you weren't a fan of the opening ceremony of the UK Olympics. However, that's what I liked about it, is that it, it wouldn't have surprised me if you had turned up reading the Times Literary Supplement in your garden. It had that slightly weird, unpredictable British vibe to it. Well, I wouldn't say I wasn't. Was I not a fan of it? No. It's really grown on me, I must say. I watched a documentary about the making of it, and, yeah. I, and it made me cry all the way through. It was so beautiful. Oh, good. I do feel that it ultimately led to Brexit. <laughs> How do you say that? Well, because he put it in the idea, you know, Britain, Great Britain and all that, and there's people <laughs> thinking, oh, yeah, that'd be good if we went back to... <laughs> The old Isambard Kingdom Brunel days. Anyway, Brazil, obviously, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping there was an enormous knot that opened and then there was something exciting inside <laughs> it. Alan Brazil. Yes. Yeah, he, he wouldn't... <laughs> I don't think he'd be invited. There was clearly... There would have been a lot of women in gold bikinis with the tiaras attached to some sort of feather-plumage cloak, yeah. Frank. <laughs> yes, that, that's almost certain. Everyone would have yeah. been very, very beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, with those opening ceremonies, it's the, the parade of athletes, and you're really into it, when you, and then you suddenly realise you've been watching for 45 minutes and they're still only midway through C. Oh, yeah, that, in alphabetical that's, that's order. usually oh, when I switch off yeah. whenever. Oh, yeah, I always shut my eyes when it's Cameroon. <laughs> <laughs> and there's that... <clears throat> that thing when they, um, it's so, that, what's that thing when it's sort of fighting and dancing? Oh, capoeira. Oh, yes. Capoeira. Oh, calm down, dear. Because <laughs> the English version of the fighting and dancing combo is called a wedding. <laughs> <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Uh, Frank, we've had an email from Mark in Farnham, uh, who's a, a, a regular... Uh, regular reader of the show, um, and he's uh, said he's delighted to hear of Buzz's success when he took part in the egg and spoon race. Yes. For those of you who missed that one, um, one is always looking for natural aptitude of any kind in, in a child, um, but my son's... Uh, so the only thing I've picked up so far is he seemed to be naturally gifted at the egg and spoon race, and I was wondering... Why it wasn't an Olympic event, for example. Yeah. Why there wasn't an outlet for children who had that skill. And uh, Mark has asked, uh, does Frank think this was in any way down to Frank's years of pavement pedestrian racing finally paying off? <laughs> the speed walking gene being passed on to Little oh, Buzz. Oh, yeah, that's an interesting... Well, that could be. And you get very focused on your tasks. I should also you know what uh, I mean. explain to new readers that... Um, I, we used to talk about this a lot, but one of my passions... Um, certainly was pedestrian racing so i would pick someone um walking down the street who i was going to overtake and sometimes would have quite a tussle in the overtaking mm. and i was never quite sure whether they were aware or not of, of what was going on but in my head there was commentary there was crowds <laughs> yeah. cheering and everything and it was, it was uh, and what was the beauty of it lay in the sort of entirely unspoken nature of it all yeah and we but certainly unspoken on the street but on the show <laughs> yes we had emails, and it became um, quite a thing, pedestrian racing. I look yeah, back I and imagine it Barry, Barry Davis's voice would be in my head. It's a particular perfect pitch for that kind of... Yeah, I think I was thinking um, the bloke who used to do the show jumping, Raymond Brooks Ward. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Harvey! <laughs> a bit more like that. Mm. Yes, yeah, so um, that's a good point, though, because I did do a lot of, uh, a lot of quick walking. Yeah. Excellent, which is... 
I think we had another. Didn't someone we else did. make a suggestion? We had a communicate. Yeah, but this is going into a whole new territory. This is an email. I mean, do you want to read an email this early in the show? Uh, well, I think that was an email. Yeah, yeah. That we was. don't. We don't have. Hey, to hell with the rules. <laughs> <laughs> This okay. is from... He, he hasn't given his full name. It's J.G.E. Martin. Yes. Um, I like that. He sounds like um, a cricketer from the 1950s. <laughs> and he said he was wondering how Buzz could use his skill at the Egg and Spoon race, how he could put it to good use. Uh, oh. I think I think Frank's son Buzz uh, would be brilliant at hurling. It's not an Olympic sport, hurling. Yes. But the All-Ireland Hurling Finals get huge attendances of over 80,000. Extraordinary. And... and uh, in a, a, very helpfully, he's provided a YouTube link. Well, I haven't. I don't quite understand hurling. Could you, gentlemen, perhaps uh, well, pull up a chair a bit, and explain to a lady? Uh, it's a bit like um, if you was to raise hockey about three feet off the ground, so that the oh. ball is basically being propelled. There's a lot of. They do run with the. They've got these wooden. They look like spoons a bit. Oh. And they run with them, uh, and they do balance the, the ball for quite a long time running, and then they, they absolutely wall. I mean, it looks like the sort of sport where you accidentally get your teeth knocked out quite often. It sounds yeah. a bit jousting so it, meets lacrosse. Yeah, it's got a man's thing, but um, mm. it, 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 it's an interesting application it, of yeah, the it skill. Does, it has, it, the clip, I, I watched the clip he sent. I, should, I feel I should provide the full link. YouTube slash... MPBQ7VZJGE. I've, reali- <laughs> I've realised the YouTube link is some of his initials that I've quoted. Oh. We don't, pro- we don't, don't tend to provide I'm, YouTube links, um, no. Steve. <laughs> I'm still For learning. For that reason. I'm still learning. Because there's all... Then yeah. you're going PBJ7Z. Yeah. It's, quality, it's quality radio, really, oh, yeah. YouTube link. I mean, he nearly went to HTTP... WWW... I mean, I can't even breathe. But it is, it's a bit hurling. I don't remember the last time I was so embarrassed. (laughs) (laughs) Someone suggested he could get a job in uh, an insemination clinic. Are you talking about Steve? No, boss. (laughs) Running with a spoon as a a general. Oh, (laughs) lovely. When I said someone, it was my idea. (laughs) Can't lay it off. Or I thought he could, if marathon runners had got a really bad cough... Yes. He could run along at the side of them. (laughs) (laughs) With a helpful balsam of some kind. He'd be so popular. Yeah, the other spoon guy. And, you know, you'd be proud of him as well. That was your son, the spoon guy. Oh, you know, I'm, I'm proud of him. Can I Actually, I am already proud of him, but I'd be no, even I'm prouder. Just saying even a yes. bit prouder. Speaking yes. of which... Uh, apostle spoons. Do you remember those things? <laughs> now, what were they again? They were spoons that had a little apostle on the top. Little, little man in robes. Hey. Really? Yeah, right at the end of the handle, at the opposite was, end from the bowl. I think I remember that. Oh, I always thought that was a claw. Did it have like a? St- was no, this... no. You, there was ones that looked to be. I'm so, so were they in sets of twelve? Uh, I, don't know if, a... I don't know if they were. Yeah, you know, don't, oh, don't give me the Judas one. <laughs> <laughs> now these are the apostles. No, no. Anyway, it, the, the, yeah, it had a, it had an apostle on the end of the spoon. Oh, lovely! And the, I, I saw. Um, Are you familiar with those, Steve? I've never heard that. It's really? An entirely new phenomenon. Yuri Geller, I saw in Ben one once. And the great thing, he had liquid in the spoon, and it bent over, and the prevented the apostle um, was able to drink from the um, the no, bowl. Now that's magic. Yeah, apostle spoons. Eight, twelve, fifteen. <laughs> <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio.
Mike in Mumbai has said of your pedestrian racing, Frank, come and try it in, M- in Mumbai. It's like Formula One here. <laughs> well, that come and try yeah. it in Mumbai would be very good to, uh, for a little tourist board yeah. strap line. Yeah. Well, this it is would, fantastic. It? Pedestrian racing. Pedestrian yeah, but... racing has gone international. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I'd love to try it. I bet it's, I bet it's fiercely hot out there, though. Oh, yes, it's very hot. That's, Lovely, that's though. Trouble. What, I have to go and do altitude training. And <laughs> I don't think it's very high altitude, but it's hot. <laughs> well, it is in the Himalayas, but that's a whole other story. Yes. I've been there. Um, <laughs> Ian Angle has been in touch, our old punning friend. Oh, yeah. Brace yourself, readers. And he says <laughs> the Apostle Spoon was phased out as it didn't have enough followers. Oh, Frank's not looking so supportive well, of this you know, I, I, I love that he tries. <laughs> Oh, rudest thing you've ever said. <laughs> well, I don't... Um, yeah. It needed to have a Twitter reference angle or something for that to 100% work. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't think you think of the apostles having followers as well. You think of them, them beginning the following process. Now, this is interesting, Frank, because we were talking <coughs> earlier. Steve said he's been working with some ladies recently. Yes. Are, are they taking a show to Edinburgh, They are doing Steve? it. I'm directing a couple of shows in Edinburgh. Yes. Yeah. And Steve is working... Tighty, tighty! <laughs> Well, hold I, I, that t- I turn my eye. I offer some advice. Lovely. We've heard you turn your eye. That's the problem. <laughs> I've um, seen it happen. It's disgusting. Steve <laughs> is working with them in a sort of consultant capacity. Absolutely. Would you say? Yes. Yes. You can name them. Uh, so I'm doing two shows. Tom Ward, uh, nine forty-five Pleasant Cellar. Oh wow. <laughs> Norris and Parker, uh, Pleasant Attic. Well, we didn't know you were going to go YouTube link on our Steve. Fabulous. <laughs> Thoroughly recommended. Tom Very Ward. funny. Is and a lady called Tom. No, no, there's two. So there's a double oh. act called Norris and Parker. Oh. Sinead Parker and Katie Norris. Isn't that a chair? Oh, no, that's Parker Noll. Parker Noll. Sorry. Yeah, they're, oh, they're lovely. Yeah. And I the other Parker thing Noll, is, Frank. do you keep in that see-through plastic cover bit on the footrest, <laughs> or do you take that off? Never work that out. This is, well, that's a vote of confidence. So in the people did, anyway, no, but Frank, can I just say before, why I raised that yes. was because when we were discussing this, uh, you said... Oh, I've always fancied, I wonder if I could be a bit of a script editor, advise people on their comedy. And yes. I just feel, it was interesting the way you were dealing with Ian Angle right now. You were, you were cruel, but you were, maybe you were being kind to people. That's constructive. Yeah, constructive. I tell you what happened, uh, speaking of the Olympics opening ceremony, I watched a documentary, that, a brilliant documentary that's currently on a BBC iPlayer, mm. actually, um, called One Night in 2012. And, um... It's about the making of it, and it's absolutely... I'd recommend it very much. And it made me think, oh, it must be nice to be part of a creative team rather than just to be, like, you know, a solo person mm. all the time. Oh, thanks very much. What I mean, we don't... <laughs> yeah, but we don't create... We, Come very happens. well in the Ray Charles, actually, this it, week. Uh, that's true. But, I mean, we don't, um, we don't sit around and plan and structure things. <laughs> I think anyone will be able we to We don't ascertain. brainstorm, do we? Yeah. But, um... They, you know, they obviously got together and built this thing. So when, when Steve said he'd now become a comedy mentor, I thought, oh, that'd be interesting. Um, when I heard it was two women, I thought differently. <laughs> <laughs> Frank. Frank Skinner. On Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. 
We were talking about Steve, Frank, because he's got this new career as, well, he's consulting. I think, I think you'd be very good sort of directing and, is that kind of what you're doing? Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. uh, and I think, I think you'd be brilliant at it, Frank. Thank you've you, got, You're so steeped in, uh, in comedy. And I'm also quite steep. <laughs> I don't know if you ever tried climbing me. <laughs> but Boz tries it sometimes and he has to give up a, about naval level. <laughs> I think you would be good, but I've got a few caveats. But I couldn't. If I said to Kath I was mentoring two women in a double act, she'd slap my face. <laughs> well, if you put it like that. But, uh, but I mean, I just, I, I'd have to do. I was in a club once watching Gareth, actually. Um, Gareth Richards, who is currently in Edinburgh. Yeah. Can't see his show. Well, I saw it last week and it's phenomenal. There you go. Um, and. Um, a guy came up to me and said, would you be my comedy mentor? I swear... Was I, I, I it David Baddiel? No. <laughs> <laughs> I know, he stopped asking. <laughs> um, and this guy said, all you'd have to do is come and see me maybe five or six times a year so we could meet a couple of times. And send me, you know, just email me and just keep me generally on track. And I said, no, I'm not going to do that. He said, well, I could really benefit. I said, no, look, can we stop? He said, this is ne not going to happen on any level. And he went away with a flea in his ear. <laughs> <laughs> he went away a bit disgruntled, I thought. Well, that's, that's very direct, though, yeah. Frank, to say that. You know, a lot of people would have said, oh, yeah, OK, get in touch with my agent. But you went for the full-on Well, I mean, people, it's like when I, when I wrote to Alan Bennett and said, let's write a play together. I mean, come on. <laughs> Did you know he did that, Steve? That's true, that. That is a true... And he, he wrote back to me in a very nice... Obviously said no. <laughs> yeah. But the fact that I had the cheek to do that... What, uh, what year was this that you wrote to him? This, oh, this was in my, in when I was in my pump. When oh, I right, thought, so it's not, in the, it's not in the drinking years. No, 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 this was in the, in the 90s when I was, you know, I thought I, thought I ruled the world. <laughs> so, he, uh, I can exclusively reveal he did. So um, <laughs> I thought, you know, I'll, he'll, he'll snatch me hand off, Alan Bennett, right apply. Looking back now, it's very squirm making. Well, maybe maybe it's worth another try. Maybe it's worth another try with Bennett. No, I don't Let's think get that, a new no. series of Shane off the ground. I with think Alan one, Bennett. once bitten. That's my moral when it comes to Alan Bennett. <laughs> what about so with Parker Knoll? <laughs> Norris and Parker. I feel like I should plug them. <laughs> yeah. Norris and Parker. Less people turn up to see a chair. <laughs> Do they? <laughs> So how does it work? Well, I'm envisaging you in the back of the auditorium, Steve, with a light. You know one of those little angle poise lamps, Frank? I'm th have you ever seen those pens that have got a light on them? Yes! I've seen critics use it. Yeah. It's, it's very much like a chorus line, that's how I do it. So it's, uh. it no, it's, it's, it's interesting that you saying that this, this bloke had asked you five or six times a year, because that's the thing, it's, it's just about a time commitment, because if you, if you want to know someone's stuff... You need to see it. It's like when you were on the road with Gareth, mm. you'd both, you'd watch each other every night for a couple of months. And so well, that's, so that's good. So you that. get to really know each other's gear. Whereas sometimes on the circuit, you might gig with someone once, once a year, twice a year. And so you're, you know, you're only really, you might see them but, on a duff night. But I often see comics and while they're doing their act, I think of another gag that would, would work. <laughs> but I never, people oh, don't. Oh, Frank, I can just do imagine, you, it you makes never, me cringe, uh, you going you, up to someone. You don't offer them, because there is so, Holly well, Walsh is brilliant at offering stuff. She, she's every, if I gig with her a couple of times a year, she's always comes up and, well, and I don't think we should cast aspersions on her. <laughs> <laughs> I think she, you need nerves of steel to go up to a comic and say, I've thought of a way of improving your act, though. Yeah, it's the sort of thing yeah. you do. No, I'd, I'd rather leave them in the gutter. <laughs> <laughs>
But is anyone, does anyone do that to you? Because it's quite, because it'd be more intimidating to go up to you and sort of go, I found a better joke. They have done it in the past. Um, they've always been very ill-judged citizens. <laughs> <laughs> I think the rule is if it's asked for, fine, but I don't like the idea of some vigilante comic going around offering unasked for opinions on things. Well, I saw a comic recently and he started with talking about the fact that he he was from overseas and he was talking about the fact that he was on benefit, that he'd come here and was living on benefit and it Mm. it was funny, you know, talking about, thank you very much for, you know, for the benefit system. It's not so, you know, if I'm going to take money, I'd rather take it from you than from my own (laughs) country. And it was it was very you know it was funny. And then afterwards, he did a bit where a knock came on the door, and he he did the walk to the door and what he mm. was thinking as he walked to the door. And because he was thinking a lot, it was quite a long walk. And he said after a bit, you know, yeah, it's, sorry, it's a long way to the door. And I thought what he should have said was, mm. "I live in a very big flat. Thanks again for those benefits." It would oh, have been nice. a good yeah, statement, yeah, yeah. but I wouldn't. But I wouldn't have told him that. Oh, well, you just have. That's good. No, but he won't. They're not up, you see, the young comics. (laughs) (laughs) They're not up at this time. This is Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. Frank, I'm enjoying uh, Richard Parsons, who's just supplied a whatever happened to moment. Oh. I think it'll leave me worth the music on the once this comes out the other side. Oh, I'm, I'm putting a lot of trust in you here, but okay. hold on, give me on a momento. Here Come we on, go. Whatever happens to Don't they still exist? <laughs> no. I've never I've never heard of anyone no. having them since about nineteen fifty two. Oops, what? giving away my age there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that they really exist. I was warned about chillblains. I began to regard them as a mythical beast, that it was if you go too close to the fi- the electric fire after you've been out in the cold. That was my dad's thing, was you'd get chillblains. What are they, exactly? That'd be a good text in mythical um, illnesses. Didn't it? Irritable yeah. bowel syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A doctor told me... <laughs> do- IBS. A, a doctor told me that if you um, go and with stomach trouble to the doctor and they don't know what it is, they tell you it's irritable bowel syndrome. Right. So it's an enormous umbrella. Which what is it? It actually means stomach trouble that we don't know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> so good luck with the medication, guys. Okay. Uh, we've, also had a, we've had a text from Tanya, uh, who's on her way... How is she? Uh, she's on her way after a 12-hour <laughs> night shift as a nurse. Oh, uh, And she wow. says, I still have an apostle spoon. Thank you for reminding me I'm old. Oh, well, that <laughs> doesn't mean that. I think, I think they're probably still sold. I'm going we'll to... You see, is it, have we become such a secular society that we no longer have apostle spoons, even? <laughs> Well, I think there are slightly stronger signs than that. Yeah, I know, but you'd think, oh, I blame Dawkins. (laughs) (laughs) He's ruined ruined the cutlery industry. Would you use the apostle... That'd be a great (laughs) argument against the new atheism, the damage they've done to the British cutlery industry. (laughs) Did religious people... I mean, was it primarily Catholics that liked these apostles? No, they were everywhere. They were commonplace. Oh. Would you you not... We didn't get them in, uh, you know... London. Well, I wasn't going to say London, but in my in our circles. Well, would you not have an objection to the apostles? Don't, you, you don't like the possessive twelve twelves. Is that is that? So, would you not insist there be thirteen apostles? Now the um, no, it's not it's not oppressive twelves. Oh, is it possess? I couldn't remember. Oppressive because Oppr- because you know you have to say five past ten. You can't say four minutes past ten. I know, but Stop he saw that. the twelve there and he went for it. He does. Um, I mean, I I don't have time for this. 
be absolutely <laughs> brutal. This is Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. So, um, well, I'll tell you what I did do. Um, speaking of um, religion, I went to see the uh, new Harry Potter play. Ah. Wow. Last weekend. I saw a picture of you on the red carpet. Oh, yes. Uh, with Kath, looking V-glam, may she, I say. She looked lovely. Oh, she looked... Stone Cold Lovely Fox. to look at, wonderful to know! <laughs> what, the what hair was, was what good. What was Frank wearing? The brows were on fleek. What was The Frank? dress was phenomenal. No, she looked great. I'd got out an assortment of dresses for her to borrow. I was calling bikes. I was worried, I'm not going <laughs> to lie. Because last time I saw her, she turned up with a rucksack as a clutch. Well, no, well, she does that a lot. But, but when, when she emerged... She pulled it out. When she Excellent. emerged on oh, the day... Phenomenal. I, if I'd have had an electric guitar, I would have played... <laughs> <laughs> and sang, you look wonderful. Well, she did. And, yes. did was Frank, was Frank looking... Because obviously Frank has had his own dress sense criticised by Bumble on the cricket this week. Yes. What? I, was, I went to the test match yes. um, this week and uh, I was sitting... Um, I can't remember who I was with at the time. Trevor with, Francis. I was I with. I was, I was with. Yeah. Oh, that's a nice friend or, for you, or darling. Is, or as Twitter misidentified Jasper Carrot. Yes. It, well, he t- I said to. I often ask celebrities what their what question they're asked the most, and uh, he's. He said, well, I don't know about what question he said, but what people say to me the most is, all right, Jasper. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so that, there is a... Co- yeah, and so um, what they do is, if you're, you wear an earpiece at the cricket... So oh, I've seen those, like the National Gallery when you have a guide. So you're listening to the Sky commentary. And so, um, Bumble on, um, on Sky... Bumble? Uh, <laughs> yes. Wasn't he in the Oliver Twist orphanage? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's a Bumble brag. <sighs> yes, um... He, he was a very fine cricketer and coach and umpire, actually. Indeed, yes. And um, he, um, he now is a commentator. And he said, uh, oh, there's Frank Skinner. It looks as if he got dressed in the dark this morning. And, Get uh, out. He I was did wearing, not I was say actually that. wearing this shirt, this same shirt. Which is lovely. Yes, yeah, indeed, yeah. And I'll tell you what, I, I sort of went a sort of fancy dress as, as a man going to a, the <laughs> test match. So I wore a sort of a cream linen suit. Oh, and, and a man in Havana, I like yeah, that. Yeah, a man in Havana, very much that, yeah. And, I, th- I thought you well, might reply... Bumble say I that? I thought I might see you mouth your no tonte, no mo sheriff yourself. I found you. found you, I was as sharp as you, stigmata. <laughs> I wasn't stigmata. I mean, I've broadened it out to the religious <laughs> thing again. <laughs> we'll come back to Harry Potter and Test Cricket after this. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. This, however, is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Steve Stigma the Dump Hall and Emily Dean this morning. Um, you can text us on 81215, follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio, email the show via the Absolute Radio. I'm glad. Why is he called, is it Stigmata of the Dump? No, it's Stig- Stigma. Stigma. What, what, what was the reference there? I'm going to make it you repeat was, a joke now. It was basically. It was. A, it was a nice bit. Of, it was a neat bit of improv. Okay. Uh, Frank was relating no, no, his he school says days. It himself. Yeah. Oh. 
Uh, Frank was relating his school days and about how uh, if you wanted to visit the uh, facilities, you, uh, the teacher would say, do you need to... to sit, sitting, to sit down, yeah. you know, if you know what but, I mean. But you Stop would... doing your directing thing while he tells you. I know, it. but he's not doing it. Well, no, because there was the detail <laughs> that I you... I know, but this is what's going to happen <laughs> when you're directing <laughs> This people. is what we need. <laughs> no, this is what's going to happen. He's going to get up on stage and say, sorry, everyone, sorry, he's not doing it quite how I would have done I it. I know, that's difficult, I know. I know. Uh, well, no, that'd be great, then. My, my Edinburgh show could become just an hour of classic Skinner. <laughs> People, I would actually yeah, sell some. Classic, I'd sell some tickets. Classic gittery, is <laughs> what it would be. Um, yeah, but lovable gittery. Yeah. So you, had, uh, if you went at our school, let me help. <laughs> um, <laughs> if you went to the toilet to sit down, as, as we would put it on breakfast radio. Yes. You you had to say how many sheets of paper you wanted. They wouldn't give you the oh, whole okay. roll in case you threw it around. For some reason, every kid that got the whole roll threw it all around <laughs> the toilet. So we'd have to say. Oh, I see. And I said it's diff- it was a di- embarrassing because, you know, there's a certain stigma attached to... Oh, I'm seeing where this is going and you... And I, I chipped in with the yes. now immortal line, which I'm almost too embarrassed with. Go on! I, I said the stigma of the dump. Which is oh, brilliant. That's first class. And, uh, top end. And you know, Frank, there is no prose higher than that. Indeed. Where I'm concerned. Yes, so... So, um, you went to Harry Potter. Yes, I went to Harry Potter and, um... I tell you what, I loved it, and I thought oh. it's actually made me think uh, that I might start reading the books. Lovely. <laughs> because I mean, I know they're for children, and yeah. also I don't know if you remember, but when they first came out, the Roman Catholic Church urged uh, people not to read them because they said it encouraged children to uh, dabble in the occult. Do you um, remember this? Goodness yeah. me. Um, Kids have changed. No, I miss that. um, (laughs) Stepping up to the occult. I used to think that. I miss that at Pontifex Alert on my uh, notifications, I'm afraid. We used to think that balancing a bucket of water over a slightly ajar door was like the epitome of evil when I was a kid. (laughs) And now they dabble with the occult if you give them uh, half a chance. Gibbon, half a chance. (laughs) As they said on Funky Gibbon. are we allowed to say two separate parts to the play is that is that there's there two shows yes there is there is two and frank does have a personal connection but i don't know if we're allowed to say it frank well hold on let me just say one thing kids putting buckets of water (laughs) out of a slightly (laughs) ajar door does does that still happen yeah well it, it became the als challenge but it's, uh, it's, an, it's sort it's of... It's impressive, a, though, when you think. I mean, quite complex engineering skills yeah. required. Where do they tie the rope to? And you'd imagine that Bucket would just drop downwards and hit the person yeah. hard on the head with that, like, metal reinforced rim section yeah. at the yeah. bottom and split their skull open rather than tip over and... That was a side to the Beano you never saw. The full consequences of Roger the Dodger's an- antics. You're quite right. Roger the Dodge of the Aftermath was um, the book that we were all looking for. <laughs> <laughs> Never came out. Still time. Yeah. Roger the Dodger. Uh, my, I was his victim. <laughs> <laughs> sort of thing you get in the tabloids. Is on this a the Saturday. most evil man in Britain? <laughs> exactly. Roger the Dodger. <laughs> Roger says, I will dodge again. <laughs> no. I Dodge, could be his Dodger victim. Dodger pictured at a dog show in Halifax <laughs> two years ago. The last known photo of him with yeah. him slightly looking at And a picture of me. Yeah. Alarm. Grin, grinning I was con, said Emily. Yeah. Picture of you in a, in a neck brace. Yeah. <laughs> grinning Dodger has TV in his cell. Yeah. And one of the, you, know those, um, you know those benefit cheat crutches that clutch you around the forearm? 
One of those. Oh, man. It's all there. It's all just waiting. I'm so doing kiss and tell, Roger the Dodger. <laughs> now, it's got a picture of him now looking very old. Caption, Roger the Codger. <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. You were talking about Bumble earlier. Oh, yes. It appears to be... I mean, people just refer to him like everyone knows him, like it's Madonna, Bumble. 449, to Frank, did you enjoy your conversation with Bumble on the telly at the cricket the other day? He was taking the mick out of your garish shirt, Postman Matt. He was, yes. Um, he sort of interviewed me, um, remotely. <laughs> so, hang on, can we just establish... For I'm people... sitting listening to the commentary. Yeah, and is he a commentator? I... And he's a commentator, yeah. On the sky. And he's, he's a borderline... No, I wouldn't need to say borderline, he's a national treasure. He's, he's oh, I thought you were going to say psychopath <laughs> or something. No, no, he's he's much loved. Um, okay. Funny bloke. And he said to me, after he took the mickey out of my shirt, he said... Could so, you hear him taking the so, mickey? Well, I could hear him, because I'm listening to the commentary. Yeah. He, he can see that I've got the earpiece in. Yeah. You can just get them, you know, at the ground. They're not... It's not a special thing to get. You can just buy them. Okay. Um, and so he knows I can hear him. Did so, you laugh? So I laughed, of course, yeah. And, um, and then he said to me, so... What about when you interviewed Mark E. Smith? And he started just, like, interviewing me <laughs> remotely. He said, he's a nice, friendly chap, isn't he? Which was... Um, well, it must have been quite strange for you, because did you look at the camera at this point, or...? Well, you have to... You have to it, it made me realise that um, it must be very difficult for the mute when they're being uh, interviewed. Yes. Because um, I started working my way through my, my whole range of facial expressions <laughs> to try and give a sort of a... Response. And did you come across a bit like a silent movie actor? Well, a bloke from subtlety. Sky once said to me that he was developing an idea for a um, a completely silent panel show uh, with no language at all. You just add to, you know, oh. mime and do all that sort of stuff. <laughs> the fact that I've never heard of it since suggests how well it went, <laughs> but it did make me think back to that. But it was it was very unusual being um, interviewed by someone who is sitting in the press box some distance mm. away and who I can't see. You got a live yeah. roast. But I, I like um, I like that you had your name tag as well on the. the yes, he had a name tag that just just saying Frank Skinner. But I think in terms of oh my god, that's the most adorable thing yeah. I've ever heard. I'll tell you something. I wish I'd had it at the Harry Potter why opening night because it was one of those. <laughs> I am, I am at a stage, though, I'm not quite famous enough for big openings. That's so. not true. It is true, though. I think when I went to the paparazzi bit, mm. there was... Um, they took, like, one photo each. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that oh, is... That's worse than none, Frank. That's <laughs> just in case I'm in a major scandal <laughs> in the near future. <laughs> or or accident. You're still, like... I think you're still... Unless anyone's going to... Blimey, Ken Doherty's doing well for himself. That's your only real... Sporting lookalike. Um, the uh, this was someone tweeted the show saying that they thought you looked like Ken Doherty. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, I wish I'd got his money. Oh, <laughs> please! Oh, no, perhaps, You're yeah, better than actually, that. Actually, I probably have. <laughs> but um, yeah, I went up to uh, the woman interviewed me um, before I went into the Harry Potter, and she said to me, "Oh, was she in the press pen, Frank?" Yes, and yeah. she said to me, "Will you say your name and spell it before you start?" She didn't. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Right. Oh. Help me! Does Will Smith get that? I oh, know. I don't think Will Smith gets it. I mean, 
uh, no. Say it's, your name and spell it. I think How you, dare you, she? you wouldn't say it to Arnold Schwarzenegger because she wouldn't be absolutely <laughs> confident he could spell it. <laughs> I or maybe she does just do that to everyone. I'd love it if she did that. And then just a member. Say to you, Justin Bieber, could you say your name and spell it? And you know how your public um, line up down the side and, and call out and all that. And the bloke said, to me, "Can I have a photo, of Frank? Can I have a photo." I, said, I had a photo of this bloke, and he said to his girlfriend, "Do you want a photo of Frank?" She said, "Nah." <laughs> I mean, it was it was a it was it was a death of a thousand cops walking, in, walking into the theatre. I tell you, my ego. I just left my ego. Roadkill. More stressed out than the people on stage, Frank. Oh God, just to get in there. But um, I love the show, so that was something. Frank. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. Uh, Ian Angle has rescued himself. He said, I've not heard of Bumble. Is he a B-list celebrity? Uh, now, Steve, He's come back. on. Yeah, I know, but I think we should have... I love Angle, but I think it should be a one-pun-a-day rule. No, no, he's, 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 if he's got one. I don't want him sitting on one. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> Angler's Weekly. That could be the... Well, is that yeah. what you've done now? Oh, no. <laughs> well, that was good. Well, can't you just say that? It can't just the show can't just be you two doing puns. Look, that I'd was good a, afterwards. I put a ba- after. after so uh, you could be a director as well. <laughs> there you go. Well, say that to Tim Vine. See how he responds. After stigma of the dump, I I suggested we didn't have any more puns last week because we couldn't follow them. Steve just ignored me. You know my feelings. <laughs> I got cocky. On... I got cocky. It went to my head. You know my feelings on puns. Yes, I know, <laughs> but it's uh, they are wonderful, but they must be used sparingly. That's my. That's my view. Um, so, yeah. Oh, Harry Potter. Harry Potter. So you had a lovely time. Had a lovely time, party at the end of it. It's um, had very good reviews. Broomsticks at 1am, said on the invite. No, it didn't. <laughs> Make that up. <laughs> JK was there, of course. She looks Do phenomenal. Do you know what? He doesn't wear the furry hat with the horns anymore. <laughs> didn't recognise him. She looked good. <laughs> She did look good, yeah. She looked great. I, I asked, she was. Uh, we were actually on the red carpet at the same time. That that helped my um, my f- photograph thing. I still can't get over that someone said, "How can you spell your name?" It wasn't celebrity heavy. I think they thought, you know what? It's it's so big, Harry Potter. We don't really need. Well, anybody. I saw you, David Baddiel, J.K. and. Dave yes, I Schneider. was standing behind a barrier with a baseball cap on. <laughs> that was it, yeah, it was. Oh, it David was... Schneider, he's I lovely. I suppose if, you got, if JK's turning up, then you don't really need anybody else. If she wears, if she's going to wear winged stilettos, wow. that's the photo, isn't it? Come on, Frank, <laughs> it's Harry Potter. You'd hardly need Towie people turning up to give it credibility. <laughs> I, I mean, this, the play is the star. I wonder if anyone asked her to spell her name. Particularly <laughs> with JK, maybe no, that's why I, she's gone for the initials. Yeah, I, I don't think they would have done. Uh, mm. That would have been, um, they'd have been removed. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it was splendid. And it was, um, it was written by my brother-in-law. Well, it was. Yeah, the only, that's the only reason I got invited, let's face it. Yeah, when I, there was a time in the 90s, I was one of the most famous people in the UK, and now I'm not even the most famous person in my family. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm glad you've raised that, because I haven't been felt able to. Well, his book, um, the book of the thing came out on Sunday, and it sold, like, 98,000 million copies already, so, well, yes. Well, well, look on the bright side, Frank. Christmas is going to be good. Well, we don't. On the old present front. His IMDb page is pretty wonderful, the the stuff he's done. Yeah, okay, rub it in. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even have an IMD, I don't think so. You do. I'm sure you do. Do I? 
Well, you must have, Frank. You've, You've been around know. for so yeah. long. <laughs> Blue Heaven. <laughs> oh, it's not Blue yes. Heaven. Would that be your, you know? Yeah. Packing was... them in. Packet of three. Yeah. All right. Cha I was chap. I was with Chaplin earlier. <laughs> <laughs> It's Look, a mad, mad, mad world. Look, I've had my time in the limelight. I'm happy in the garden with the uh, Times Literary Supplement. <laughs> <laughs> this is Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. Frank, this is very important. Are you? Do you recall our art dealer friend Simon Shaw? He's one of our regulars. He's been in touch before. Oh, okay. No matter. Anyway, he has been in contact, Simon Shaw. Observations and salutations from the Côte d'Azur. Lovely. A an historical note. I like the way he says, an historical <laughs> note. Mm. The finest collection of apostle spoons was, was owned and actually invented by the late great Pete Postlethwaite. Invented by Pete Postlethwaite? And I thought your tie looked very refined at Edgebaston, Frank. Bumble's a mess. <laughs> it's been a while. All best. Simon. Brackets art dealer. Now, well, this is my kind of correspondent. Pete Postlethwaite cannot have invented the, the Apostle. <laughs> is he doing uh, a, one of your it's, passings? It's yeah. It's Apostle, isn't it? It's Apostle. Postlethwaite. Mm. Yeah. This, this is the kind of the inverse of the Ian Angle, so I'm sure he's done a pun and he's, he's pr presented it so perfectly uh, believably that we've actually yeah, but briefly I, I been fooled. I liked it. People don't get it. I want some real information <laughs> on Apostle Spoons. Not well, you might have to wait a while, Frank. It's 2016 on commercial want, radio. I don't want that rarest no. of all um, radio events, Apostle uh, Spoon banter. <laughs> <laughs> two, 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 nine has texted to say Apostle Spoons. I can't remember them. Cross-channel ferry pens, on the other hand. So I don't know, is that a thing you recognise? That's, that's new to me. I think I do remember cross-channel ferry uh, pens. The pens that ad advertise that. Oh, come on. <laughs> Too many pauses. Now, do you wish to discuss... Well, we've still got to find out. Harry Potter, I feel, we've covered. Well, listen, when I was at the cricket, okay. I met a few... Um, there's always a few Warwickshire greats from the past when you go to Edgebaston. Oh, OK. Like who? MJK Smith. Oh, I don't know No, even is. though you don't know him, but you can tell yeah. that's I love the name, Frank. Yeah. I can see him. He's very <clears throat> Wisdom's Almanac. Very. And um, there's a, a guy <laughs> called Bob Barber. Of course there is. Yeah, who, um, who used to play. And there's a story about Bob Barber. Bob Barber was... Oh, um, it's quite hard to say, Bob Barber. He Bob sounds like the Bob Bob sort of person Bob who Bob might Bob be... Barbaran. You might be directing a show at Edinburgh <laughs> right now. Yeah. <laughs> so Bob Barber was um, in a team with um, with Mike Brearley. You've heard of him. Oh, of course. Former England captain. And they were playing chess in the dressing room. Which is just <laughs> marvellous. <laughs> I, mean, I don't think they do that anymore. Maybe they, they do. Don't get that at West Brom. I wish I could play chess. Do you play chess? Do you? Uh, yeah, not to a very high standard. Um, come on. Do you? No, of course not. Okay. Don't. I like the idea <laughs> of it. I think I'm of an age now. I, I'm playing in the park, maybe. Uh, Frank, I think it would be quite good for m my image. Sorry to sound quite narcissistic, but um, I think it would be quite sexy. Yeah, I do. I could have those nice glasses, mm, you know, yeah. intellectual chess. And you could, you could like pick up a piece and slightly, maybe oh. just sort of lick, lick it, you know, just lick the bishop, top of the bishop's. Um, anyway, then, anyway, me. so so Bob Barber, <laughs> getting um, hot in here. Bob Barber, oh, uh, oh, I'm actually ill when you said that. <laughs> so they were playing chess in the dressing room, Barber yeah. and Brearley, and. Um, and there was an inter an interruption in the game because Bob Barber had to go and bat. <laughs> <laughs> 
So he went out to bat and he'd batted for about 20 minutes. When he called for... Um, he started pointing at his glove and called um, the 12th man down for, with new gloves, which is a bit weird. So the guy came All with the, the new... Apostle. The guy came down with the new gloves. Bob Barber gave back his gloves he'd been wearing, nothing wrong with them at all, mm. and said to the uh, 12th man, uh, Bishop to B5. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Hey, do you remember when sport was like, this is before the drugs, you see? Yeah. Chess, that's all they needed. This is Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. So we didn't watch the Olympics last night because it was past our bedtime. Yeah, it's too late. But already there's been a few controversies... Well, one thing I did notice in the, in the little bit I saw on the news um, mm. uh, as as we started the show is yes. that uh, Andy Murray seems to have mastered the uh, the flag holding because he had a bit of bother with it. Did you see this? He, he had a spot of bother. Quite <laughs> like Frank Spencer. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit of trouble. A little bit of trouble. It's a good impression. I can't, I can't imagine Andy Murray doing a Frank Spencer. <laughs> if, if you had to do a list of people in the public eye. Who don't do <laughs> a, a Frank Spencer impression? He'd be right up there for me. Him and um, Russell Crowe. I bet have never done one. No, he's not much. Russell Crowe is more likely to do a Frank Spencer impression oh, yeah. than Andy Murray. Listen, he likes a laugh, old Russell. Well, I have a, I have a try. I, I don't know how, how it'll go. I'll try it. <laughs> Ooh, I've had a little bit of trouble. That's <laughs> <laughs> actually, be- actually better than I thought. <laughs> yeah. But so, did you uh, see there were photo call? Well, there was, was him. What I like, there was him and the Princess Royal. Yes. Yes. Um, Who looks more like her spitting image puppet with yes. every passing year. <clears throat> I think she's aged quite well, the Princess. She's my, I, I think, think. she looks great. I, I'm putting her in my um, wood, but shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. I think she's... Now, let me ask you a question about the Princess Royal. Sure. And um, this is open to to our readers as well, if anyone... Am I right in saying... She became... She used to be just Princess Anne. That was how she was known. Correct. And then she was given this title, the Princess Royal. Correct. In 87, I think. Okay, very good. Now, I always thought at the time that she'd been given that title because... That was at the period where EastEnders was absolutely in its pomp. Right. And Letitia Dean um, was always called Princess by um, by Dirty Den. The one who got in trouble, yeah. He always called her uh, uh, Princess. Mm. And it was like she was Princess and the royal family decided, well, we need to distinguish. <laughs> so they put Princess in brackets, royal. <laughs> yes. And I always thought that that was their main... Um, that was their motivation for calling her that. I think yeah. you're buying Because it is, because it, it's a tautology, isn't it? It's, uh, the princess, princess Royal? Uh, what other sort of princess? <laughs> yeah. Yes, you're yeah. absolutely right. Unless, unless, who would Britain's the Princess Common be? Yeah. Well, that would be Letitia Dean. <laughs> yeah. I mean, or me, or no me. disrespect. You um, wouldn't get the Queen Royal, would you? <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, it wouldn't royal, happen with any of them. The royal queen. Yeah. Rubbish. Sounds like a... Well, like, in that photo shoot as well, when they're trying to get Andy to, to move the flag out of her face, they keep oh, they kept strange. referring to her as HRH. Did they? They said, yes. oh, careful of HRH. Oh, really? Uh, well, I tell you exactly what they said, because I've learned it off by heart. <laughs> they said, move it a bit, please, Andy, because you're blocking HRH. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'll never forget <laughs> it. It's well, worth well, it. Like, you may have, Hank. he may have an impression of Frank Spencer. I can do an impression of the photographer who said you're blocking <laughs> HRA. <laughs> That's tremendous work. It, it must be tricky if they ever do a, a, a photo shoot with more than one royal present. Because I'd have to go, oh. HRH, can you move? You're blocking HRH. HRH, can you move to the left? <laughs> how, about, how about this for an impression, right? Oh. Here we go. See if you can guess who this is. <laughs> is that me? In the office. It's the woman when, um, <laughs> it's the woman who sneered <laughs> at Susan Boyle when she first appeared. Remember they cut to a young woman in the audience? It's so obscure! <laughs> I know, but I, where are they now? The woman who dissed Susan Boyle before she sang oh. based purely on her appearance. Why hasn't she written a book or yeah. something? Boy, was she ever wrong as well. Yeah. But in a way, she spoke for the whole night. When she went, <laughs> we were all doing that at home. And I remember they cut to that woman, and I thought, yeah, you're right, look. Oh, hold on a minute. <gasps> I we were all fools. Well, we'll, I we'll love tra- your we'll track it we, can, we can write her autobiography, that I'd love to. So, so sneer and yet so far. If, yes. If we, <laughs> yes. If we can find the woman who sneered at uh, Well, Susan that's Boyle. what she should call her book, The Woman Who Sneered. Yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> and then she just needs to have an affair with Roger the Dodger. I mean, ka-ching. <laughs> See that when we're on about Roger the Dodgers photo, that's that's that one photo that the paparazzi took of me. They, they've just got the caption. If that's ever shown, mm. would be post scandal. It'll just say before we knew. <laughs> that's what I live on the bottom. <laughs> anyway, um, yes, let's find her. Anyway, if anyone knows the young woman who went, <laughs> was she a young woman? Was she? She was quite young. Yeah, she was with a friend. They were both. You know, and being, they raised their eyebrows. They were being yeah. disparaging. Yeah, like, I remember it well. Look at this Frank. woman with a moustache. <laughs> Little did they know that moustache was going to be dripping gold bullion. <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. What were we talking about? Princess Anne. Oh, yes, and, and Andy Murray trying to hold the flag. At one point, when he was trying to hold it, he was so grumpy about it. I mean, unsurprisingly. Yeah. But it was a big un. It was. He's holding it here, he's holding it there, he blocks HRH or he blocks and that also, other one. HRH has had more flag experience than most. I mean, it's all right for her. She does a great you bit know where she, she points and pulls a face. <laughs> Loved it. It's one of the best I'm with this idiot <laughs> yes. expressions I've ever seen. I mean, she's got comedy, she's got the body. She's she's got the body and yeah. the hair. I mean, yeah, she should definitely live in High Barney. <laughs> yeah, I love her, and I love Zara, my two favourite royals. I, I was wondering if he was sulking because I read an interview with him where he said that for the first time in fifteen years, Andy, Andy Morris sulking. Take that back. <laughs> he's, he's for the first time in fifteen years he has to share with his brother in the Olympic Village. Oh, does he? They're sharing, and it's he was clearly a bit annoyed about it. That'd well, you say that. I bet Judy's in there. <laughs> Judy will be in that room. Go and just yeah. put her head through the window <laughs> in the morning and go, Come on! <laughs> <laughs> Terrifying. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. We've had a tweet from Ben Weeks who says, uh, Just looked at the images of the Princess Royal. Me too, Frank. Yeah, she looks lovely. How old is the Princess Royal? How old is Princess Royal? Ooh, let's hear it. How old is Princess Royal? Ooh, yeah, baby. How old Princess Royal? Ooh, now, come on. You know that? Do you know that? That is the strangest song I've ever heard in my entire life. <laughs> it's better if we were on um, the Bayou. No, I like this. It's a bit like not having seen the Olympics. I like, let's throw our uh, respective hats in the ring on the old age front. Not personally. I I'm would... going Princess Royal. What are you, uh, can I go first? Yes, you go first. 61. 
Okay. I'm going to say 65. Frank Skinner. Let me think. I would guess she's got a sort of a late... Mm. I'd say she's born in... The Queen was coronated in 53. I don't think Princess Anne... all who wants to be a millionaire. <laughs> I'd Just say, try to give the answer. I'd say she was born in... I think she's 60. Okay. Yeah. 60, Anne. 61 and 65. Anne, if you're listening, uh, <laughs> just send us a photo of your passport, love. <laughs> oh, God, I wonder Annie, where that was okay? going. I really wonder where <laughs> that was going to end. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, um, yes. The, anyway, we so we had the bizarre, slightly bizarro photo call with the flag. Oh, yes. With Andy and HRH. Which was very... Was just, she shot up in my estimation. I think she should little, be queen. A uh, little rendition of my impression again. I think people have been asking for it. What, your Princess Anne? No, I, no, I don't do Princess Anne. Oh. I do an impression of the photographer... Oh, yeah, yeah, go Who on. said during the photo call, Andy, can you move it, please? You're blocking HRH. <laughs> Thank you, It's very... It gets better, it's really. Completely. <laughs> I like that, because um, Bradley Wiggins turned down the honour of being the flag bearer. Yes. Uh, because he thought it should go to a woman. Uh, and then... And no, then he didn't. It's because there were no mod colour... There were no mod motifs <laughs> on it. Is still a mod, though? I don't so know. These people don't well, ever that's, change. Well, that's the, that's the thing that carrying a Union Jack would be, like, the perfect <laughs> thing for a mod to do. <laughs> yeah, he should be drunk. Steve, you're right! It's an incredibly noble thing for him <laughs> to do. Like he could have been on a Lambretta. <laughs> 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 but he said it should go to a woman, and then Andy's like, no, I, I'm fine. Ju there's just no way Judy would... Oh, Let him turn that down. No, he did say it should be a female cyclist, that's what yeah. he said. Oh, he's lovely. One of those feminists he is. Yes, he's one of them women's livers. You'll <laughs> <laughs> hey, be burning his parker, next thing we know. I saw a fantastic headline on a royal website. There's like a royal news website. You're looking at a <laughs> royal yeah. website. Oh, he loves the Do I you like... get royal alerts when yeah, any yeah. news happens they, in the royal community? For like the real insanity. I love those those weird hinterlands. So the way, so the way they reported the, the photo shoot, they said, Princess Anne nearly jabbed in face as Andy Murray struggles with flag wear duties. Oh. Princess Anne nearly jabbed in face. <laughs> <laughs> I left it there. Yeah. Oh, I don't like the idea of her being jabbed in the face at her <laughs> age, whatever that age might be. Lovely sense of humour, lovely little sense of humour, though. I, um, I was watching the, uh, the preview show last night, and they, they, they went around the uh, Olympic Village. Mm. Didn't look that nice. You know the Chinese nice. were complaining about it. Mm. Well, the Chinese, yeah, they didn't, didn't like it. They be, they've called it Rio the worst Olympics ever. What already. I like is some of the athletes have put um, like flags in the window, like people do, you know, like people do in England <laughs> when England's in a football <laughs> tournament. I mean, you're, you're in it. You don't need to <laughs> prove anything. It's fine. Well, they love news stations. They love uh, like a badly made sink in a, in an athlete's village. That's the, the, it's that's catnip to journalists. Yes. Where they get the to wander and go and look at the state well, of this. I what about the faulty shower rails? Yeah, the Chinese made it. an actual video. I mean, I, it's a good program, though. Well, no, I don't know if they have access to Netflix. Faulty, but faulty looking showers. at faulty shower rails <laughs> is not that entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've just got the joke. I liked it, Frank. I um, lovely. I think it's a lot of it is to do with the fact that we did the last Olympics. Oh, and yeah. so now it's, oh, look at the terrible job yeah, they've yeah. made out of it after we were so brilliant. Yeah. Which, interestingly, China, as well as dissing uh, Rio, they, they've uh, been a bit snooty about our one as well. But all right. sort of it's, all to, it's all going to be Brexit, yeah, Steve. Yeah. They're trying to imply <laughs> that, that, that Britain has redeemed itself only in the light of Rio being a shambles. Th no, can, they... Can I say, mm. I, oh, I've always been a great 
fan of the Chinese in everything they do, and I'm, I would back them to the hilt. I'm sure they wouldn't lie in any way. <laughs> <laughs> this has nothing to do with a Chinese billionaire buying West Bromwich Albion <laughs> yesterday. Frank. Frank Skinner. On Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. Matt Homewood has tweeted the show to say, HRH is 65. Good old girl. Oh, 65. Con- Congratulations. Well done, Steve. I'm, yeah. I'm useful in a pub quiz. Yes. <laughs> and in life in general. <laughs> well, it looks amazing for 65. That's all I'm saying. Thank you very uh, much. I don't often hear that. And also, <laughs> very much in my catchment area. <laughs> <laughs> oh, imagine. Can you imagine if I started going out with the Princess Royal? Oh, no. I, <laughs> well, if, anyone, if she was at a red carpet and they went, how, how do you spell your name? And she could just go HRH. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Old David Lloyd, Bumble, having a go at her at the test <laughs> match as we sit together. <laughs> Who's that you're with? Oh, is that Andrew Lloyd Webber? <laughs> so I think the thing about these, um, the Olympic Village, what the Chinese objected to, they did look a bit, there was just something so depressing. I mean, that, I would actually, if I was an Olympic athlete, I know it's hard to imagine that, possibly equestrian now, I, uh, yeah. I could actually qualify for that, I'm good mm. at something. Uh, I would. I wouldn't do it on the ground if I had to stay in those rooms. Do, either, do they force you? Well, just I asking thought, for a friend. I thought the Chinese were very much, you know, make do and mend. I thought they come from a sort of society Not that, was, that was against um, oh, superpower now. Yeah, but there's global a, superpower. I don't know what Chairman Mao would have said of it. That people would have been happy for those flats in the good old days. <laughs> No, but they're, they're not joining in. I don't yeah. understand that. Well, I quite like the video of them trying to do up the shower. Was was quite nice. It felt sort of like an episode. It felt like a, a game in the crystal maze or something. Yes, it did. All... Yes. The shower curtain fell down. They were, felt... very, they were very unhappy about that. I thought they'd <laughs> like peeking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my very nice. God. Very nice. <laughs> but you know, like, ordinarily, like, when, when you... When you when they present a, a thing being completely in a state of disarray yes. architecturally, it, it usually prefaces Annika Rice being sent in to do it yes. up. But you're well, right. Nick Knowles, there's always, there's Nick always, Knowles always appears. Where, where there's an unruly floorboard, there's, an, there's a Nick <laughs> yeah. Knowles. When I think of Nick Knowles, I think of an untied bow tie. Yes. And <laughs> you know what I think of, Frank? That's his publicity shot. Well, i tell you what I think of. Uh, a cowboy boot with black tie yes, outfit. Yes, I can see that. <laughs> okay, I've got a uh, photographic proof of this. The thing is about the, these rooms, I don't mind if things are a bit shabby chic, but there's, it's all, it looks very like uh, lads in Iron Apper. £199 a week. It's, it's one of those holidays. <laughs> it does look like that, yeah. Yeah. And appara- I've heard tales of the Olympic Village. From who? Well, from Olympians. Um, Extraordinary it's abs- friends. It's, it really is crazy times there. What yeah. do you mean? Yeah. You got Are you lot- talking about the gentleman's excuse me's coming out and things? I'm, I'm, I'm talking about a lot of young, extremely fit, oh. prime of their life people away from home. You know, you can guess the rest. Yeah, yeah. It's all gone a bit Orlando Bloom. It's, but it, they, <laughs> I think the, the swimmers, do they finish early, the swimmers? I think they finish... That, that's, that's, that's what I've heard. Now, they... Um, <laughs> The swimmers, oh. um, they, I think their events finish early and then they... Um, they, they knock off early and then, of and then they're... Just a couple of lengths and then they're off. I mean, I'm not one to gossip. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Well, yeah. I wonder about the equestrians. Those would be my people, you see. Yeah, but then you think in, they'll be in the corner. They'll be like the shooting people <laughs> <laughs> in bed for eight o'clock. Yeah. Also, just also a, they're not going to do well. Are also, they? Yeah, I'm like, not, you don't I'm make not too being much, rude. You don't want to make too much noise <laughs> next to their room. <laughs> <laughs> no, but come on, <laughs> they're not going to miss. Let's face it. <laughs> they lose their temper. <laughs> Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. Frank, you were talking about how you think they might be quite active in the Olympic village. Think, are, are they, they or they love up. the night time? Yeah, they love it up. They live it up. <laughs> and love it up. <laughs> well... Damn you, Freud. I, rec- I was just telling you off air, I was recalling, when I went over to the Olympics in Athens... Oh, yes. Not as a competitor. No. But I did go over there, and I saw couple of nights running i'd see the wrestlers who i'd seen during the day or the weightlifters who are my favorites uh, they do actually do that they were going around the bars of athens in their swimming costume things they wear the tankini swimming costume Just wearing that. no they had a tracksuit over it yeah and the met the medals going to girls because they i mean it's the ultimate it's a bit like that person who texted in and said I always suggest swimming as, mm. a, as a second date. So yes. I'd have a look, have a look to whether it's <laughs> worth persevering. <laughs> I mean, or they're not. basically saying, look, I've got the Actually, medal, Channel are you four, in? Channel 4 have picked up that idea <laughs> and run with it. It's extraordinary, I know, that, that, that is uh, amazing, walking around with your medal on. Walked around with his medal on. Which but is kind know, of a 1970s honest, look revived. But also, Steve, I felt there was an honesty in a sense, to the transaction. Well, it's, it's a bit like saying, I'm on telly, Let's I'm hideous, it. but I'm on telly. It's like my Frank Skinner name badge at the test. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it is, it's because you're yeah. going to bring up the gold medal, so yeah. you of might as well just wear was it. There, just get any, it out there. Was there any bronze on display? The silver and bronze, would they... No, I think he was silver. He might have had two, but we <clears> saw him talk to at least three women. He was doing very well with if, that medal. If you meet someone in a bar, it's good to know that they've medalled. <laughs> <laughs> it's like just ca- if ugly men just carry around print a print out of your bank statement. Yes. Well, I've got a t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in fact, now I'm going to add my idea, IMDB. What's it? What's the initial? IMDB. IMDB. Yes, I'm going to add that. No. Do you know you've got so- several entries? Yes, well, not for years. <laughs> I am. Um, I, I sta- on the shower curtain. So I'm front. still. I'm still um, dealing with that. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. I stayed at a, a B and B in Southend with an ex-girlfriend. Oh. And well, I wasn't with an ex-girlfriend. She was. A, she was my current girlfriend at the time. And um, we. This woman was called. Uh, perhaps I shouldn't name her. But anyway, we went into. We checked. Oh, in, why not? Um, in case she's still alive. Okay. And. Um, <laughs> I remember the shower curtain there had got, I would say it had the human hair of at least ten people <laughs> on it. I, th- I suggested that you could actually peel away the shower curtain and there would be a human hair shower curtain <laughs> that, that was sturdy enough to w- operate on its own. <laughs> it was un- incredible. And that woman, she che- checked in, me and this woman, and... Uh, She's very nice, you know, welcome, and thanks very much, and I hope you have a nice time in South End. Mm. Took us up to the room and stuff like that, went away. And we were, I'll be honest, we were on the bed canoodling. Um, <laughs> ten minutes Sounds later... Sounds like some <laughs> confessions of a comedian yeah, film. T- ten minutes later, suddenly the door burst open, <laughs> and it was this same woman with two people with suitcases, and she went, Who on earth are you? <laughs> 
<laughs> she checked us in. She checked us in ten minutes earlier to that room. <laughs> And my girlfriend... <laughs> Can I say I love the use of honour? <laughs> and my girlfriend was so terrified by this madness that when, I mean, when we got back from us doing the gig there, when we got back, I had to g- g- look under the bed and in the wardrobe to <laughs> prove that this woman... Was and we had to put a chair by the door, Alan Cochran style, uh, to, to make sure she didn't burst in again wow. in the middle of the night. That's terrifying. <laughs> That's it's it's good thing they didn't find like you weren't experimenting with the human hair shower curtain. But even had she we weren't not experimenting with anything, let me make that clear. <laughs> no. Even had she not checked you in ten minutes earlier, it seems a very extreme reaction if you run a hotel and you see human beings in your room to say, "Who yeah. on earth are you?" Are you? Know, but it's two, two, ten minutes earlier. I mean, it wasn't as embarrassing as it could have been. As I said when I got those, when I took those two monkeys to the taxidermist, <laughs> holding hands, not mounted. <laughs> this is Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. Now, uh, we need to talk about the biggest story of the week. Uh, I, I refer to Mr Orlando Bloom. You're right, that has been the elephant in the room. <laughs> <laughs> or it could be in a if shadow poverty context. <laughs> the shadow? The sh- well, that's how I mean, up. I can't even begin to discuss the shadow. Yes, which, in case you don't know, um, I, I nearly called him Leopold then. Orlando Bloom <laughs> was on a... Orlando in full bloom, a, as they said. What do they call it? A paddle... Paddleboarding. Paddle I've done paddle it, actually, Frank. Not that he needed the paddle. You stand on a board and you well, paddle. I've d- <laughs> I don't know the way this is going no. already. Can we just keep things a little bit clean, <laughs> OK? <laughs> he certainly did. <laughs> yes. I've been paddleboarding. Oh. I did it in Florida. All the celebrities do it. OK. It's very fashionable. Have either of you done it? No. No. Steve? No. OK. It's it's great. I mean, it's you do feel it's very liberating, but I've never done it naked. No. Well, I mean, I, I find if you're Orlando Bloom, who's a name, mm. once you take your trunks off in a public beach pl- context, mm. you can only be doing that to get in the papers, can't you? Can there be any other reason for doing it? Well, maybe he thought he was... It was yeah. um, Did he forget he was famous? Yeah. I think it's, it's like he just he thought I'll take say, the heat off Tom Hiddleston for a while. Okay, if, in case any of yeah. you are thinking, well, I don't know, maybe you might not have been recognised. On the same board was Katy Perry. Yes, right, sitting in front. Of, I'm not even sure she knew what he'd done. <laughs> she <laughs> had it back to him. Yeah. She, she probably thought it was. The, I'm describing the, her as the victim from yeah, now on. I think she thought that was at the beak of a playful dolphin <laughs> banging against her. her back. She's fully clothed. She's got a bikini on. Yeah. She's got a bikini. Well, in his terms, that's fully clothed. Well, the, see, this is the other thing I felt for her. I think oh, so. Know, did he? Katy Perry in a bikini. That should be the story, yeah. shouldn't it? And, you know, I mean... Instead, old privates yeah. of the Caribbean. Yes. As they're calling him. Yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. I mean, that is... Because initially it was covered... It's when like it first... when you go to a wedding, you, you know, it's the bride's day. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, it's stolen her thunder. When it's it all surfaced, of it, there are three people in this marriage. Because, because there was the... There was, it was covered... There was the black and box. what a person. Sorry, it was, Steve. It was obscured by the black box initially, the first photo. So it was, you went by Take the shadow. Back. <laughs> and, uh... Uh, and then I, the first person to, to send me the uncensored version was producer Charlie. Uh, oh, who really? just, what? She sent me the uncensored image with, the wait is over. 
And I was sat on a tube. It was I was at a tube stop where you get the internet reception kicks in on the phone. And sat on a tube. I looked at the picture and exclaimed in the middle of the tube, uh, "Christ Almighty!" Well, see, I won't. I won't Frank, tolerate. I won't tolerate blasphemy on this show. Oh, but you'll happily talk praise. about it Pirates of the I Caribbean. Wasn't blaspheming. Oh, it was no. praise. God was very proud you'll of his creation. Talk about the gentleman's excuse me. I now, can't tell you how upset I am now. Can anyway, I well, just I'll, say... I'll, I'll well, God, God created that magnificent beast. The Daily Mirror had a um, flip-for-full-nudity option on there. I um, saw it. Whoops, which um, annoyed me, because they didn't do that when Ava Ertzigova accidentally strayed onto a nudist beach last week. <laughs> oh, no, we didn't have that option. We had to make no, do and come men. on. I mean, Orlando, I'm seeing in a whole new light now. No, yes, I mean, I think, absolutely yeah. magnificent. People I are fed up with elections. I'm sorry, I'm not going to lie, I'm not beating around the bush. There was something <laughs> extraordinary. Yes. It's, people are fed up of, you know, the elections in the US are getting people down, and he's... Uh, that's one poll that everyone is interested oh, in. Oh, for goodness. Do you know what he... No, um, <laughs> let's keep this clean. I would say, though, I think it was a bit like when the moths attacked uh, Ronaldo. It was a global moment. It was shared joy. It, well, I thought if, if they had the tunic slightly modified, he could play Captain Hook. <laughs> <laughs> Probably need to have seen the picture to have got the full impact. Frank, can I ask why Charlie is sharing these nudie pictures with Steve no, and not with us? Well, I'm glad she didn't send it to me. I don't. I don't want that in my inbox. I do. <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Meanwhile, over on Orlando's paddleboard, yes. things were hotting up. Well, they weren't really. This is what was strange. I mean, she looked quite unmoved. But then I suppose, as you say, she wasn't aware. I don't think she knew. Also, she's got religious parents. I feel for oh, her. Oh, yeah. I mean, what they're going to You think. feel for her? Yes. That's tricky when Orlando's around. Oh, stop it now. <laughs> I'm but glad we kept this till last. <laughs> <laughs> I do think, though, there is something odd about stripping off under those circumstances. Yeah. Now, I know the very beautiful are very body confident, aren't they? Oh, yes. Which is why you always get, you know, I've seen it myself backstage at shows, no-one's got a, no-one's got a scrap on. Really? However... This is fashion shows, yeah. though. Models, Stick around, yeah. you might want to get to know me. Models are very cash about it. Very cash. Yeah. However, I just think there's something off about it, quite honestly. If you're operating machinery of any sort... Well, yeah. yeah it's road, a health and safety nightmare. It's health and safety. It's and a vehicle you're Lynn driving. Lynn Forbes Wood would not be happy with what she saw. Frank doesn't say, do you want to lift in the BMW? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I... He uh, doesn't say, oh, Frank, um, do you want to <laughs> lift, the and then the Calvin Jimmy. classics come off. No, I, he can only be doing it for publicity. And also, I mean, I just think, it's, he's thought to himself, it's about time I went public with this. <laughs> Seems a shame to hide <laughs> a second longer. Under a bushel. And I do, um, I hope it's never been under Gary Bushel. <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Have you ever done sport naked? Have you ever participated um, in any oh, such I don't know, activity? why don't you and Charlie share some pictures again like you've been <laughs> this week? I've, have I ever done sport naked? I think I can honestly say I haven't. I've, I mean, I like the classical idea, you know, the Greek... You know, we've all yeah. seen the, the naked mm. Greek holding his discus. <laughs> but, um, I think... <laughs> I don't like nakedness outside of the house. I don't like nakedness, I'll be straight with you. Don't you? No. 
I think there's always a, a special. Why? Because then everything is, you know, everything is. That's the end, really. Yeah. That's the full stop of the reveal. I like, a, you know. Anyway, never mind what I like. That's neither hither nor thither. <laughs> no, but also the love, the beauty of clothes is that it, it allows us to let ourselves go a little bit and go buy well, that's purchase the other thing. things from the I Have Given Up shop. See, if, exactly. If he was a, if he was a less in shape guy, yeah. I'd have thought respect to him. Mm. You know, if that had been a picture yeah. of me naked, well, the picture you wouldn't have been able to see anything very private because <laughs> it would have been in deep shadow from my <laughs> gut. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's the pictures of David Cameron on the beach, who's, who's filled out a bit. Yeah, but respect to people who do that. And yeah. also, I did. I couldn't help but think sunburn. You know what happened me to too. me? That standing up um, yeah. sun thing I went to. Do you know about this, Steve? I burnt um, the very extremity. Ooh. And um, the next time I went... You know those gold cones that Which you Which extremity? Oh, oh, yeah, when you went... Um, you called it the standing up sun thing. Do you mean a sunbed? A stand and stand tan. Up, yeah. No, not a sunbed. You stand up in and a booth. Still called, okay. Sun tan and a booth. And, uh, <laughs> you know when you get those gold cones that you put in <laughs> your <laughs> eyes to stop? Well, I said, next time I went back, I said, can I have three? <laughs> and I honestly <laughs> use three gold cones to protect yeah. myself. I look like... Uh, if you, you need can, it. If you imagine C-3PO with no clothes on. <laughs> Stand by your tan. Frank, is Orlando the equivalent of that Olympic wrestler or uh, weightlifter in the Olympic village going around wearing his gold medal, essentially? I, well, I, I think he's, he's mm. um, you know, they're both letting it dangle. <laughs> <laughs> but w watch out for some. I tell you, I could have replaced Rudolph the the red nosed reindeer after, <laughs> for a week. <laughs> anyway, he knows best, I suppose. You'll never be taken quite the same again, I think. No. Anyway, yeah. no, but it, third, third Legolas. That was the other nickname I've seen for him. Good lord, will it never end? <laughs> Can we just say, if anyone wants to go and see Gareth? He's on a, um, Whistle Binkies, I believe the venue is called, okay, Edinburgh, it. and it's 2.45 every day. Yes, go and see Gareth Richards. He's a very funny man, as anyone listening to this show will know. So thank you for listening to this show, and if the good Lord spares us and the creeks don't rise, we'll be back again this time next week. Now get out. The Frank Skinner Show on Absolute Radio. Back Saturday morning from 8. Tune in live for the full Frank experience. Salute Radio.